everyone. This is Reb Brad, and this is the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today's podcast is part of our Lesson from Lasso series, and regular listeners know by the sound of that tune, you can skip ahead a minute and get into the pod for the day. Well, unless you've been under a rock, off the grid, or stranded on a deserted island for the last few years, you've probably heard of the Ted Lasso show. After being around professional football for so many years as a chaplain, I thought I would offer a chaplain's perspective on what we see on the screen. I believe there's some great lessons to be learned, whether you're a person of faith or not, and there are personal and professional points of development, no matter what your relationship with soccer. Athletes, coaches, staff, executives, even fans of the beautiful game will hopefully find the next few minutes creative, challenging, and encouraging all at the same time. Thanks for listening. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. the corner, goes towards the near post, and you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! We kick off episode five, and Coach Lasso is in talking with Rebecca. He opens up about his marital struggles. Lasso hints at the struggle of trying to mend the relationship with wife, Michelle. Couple therapy? Ted makes a joke about it not working. Joking seems to be Ted's default. A deflection, a distraction, maybe from the hurt, the pain, the weightiness of what is really going on inside. It feels good to laugh, Ted confesses. It does feel good to laugh when we carry a heavy burden. You've probably heard the phrase, laughter is the best medicine. There have been many studies in psychiatry and psychology which speak about the merits and benefits of laughter and humor for the body, for the mind, for the soul. It's believed that the phrase originated from scripture, actually. In Proverbs 17.22, it says, A cheerful heart is good medicine. But laughter, too, can be a form of escape or a coping mechanism for someone dealing with a traumatic situation or circumstance. It can be used in a defensive or defective posture, too, which may, in the end, actually be less than helpful. The author of the book of Ecclesiastes declares that there is an appropriate time for laughter, Ecclesiastes 3.4. And it's included in the litany of what was being offered as part of the time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And so the author goes on. I confess, I struggle sometimes to laugh. I've been described by some as melancholy, not the depressive, sad type of melancholy, rather the pensive sort. Sometimes I'm in such a state of deep thought that I miss the joke or the moment when someone or something might, you know, break the tension with something funny. Part of this, I think, has to do with my personality. Part of this has to do with my approach to life. I remember soon after college, a few months into a new job, someone commented about my demeanor around themselves and other coworkers. Wow, Brad, we all used to be really afraid of you but you've started to open up. You're actually a funny kind of guy. (laughs) As I thought back over the past few weeks that it occurred, I realized that I had this sort of determination to get stuck in, learn the job, prove myself, 
And then I could start to relax. And then I could start to be more open once I felt I had a handle on some of those early primary initial things. In the years since that realization, I've tried to be more aware of the need to engage quicker and to be more open, but I still struggle at times. And I do think we have to be careful with laughter, with humor in general. Proverbs 14, 13 says, even in laughter, the heart may ache. I've done many funeral services in my lifetime, and I can certainly say there's an appropriate balance to strike when we are grieving the loss of someone. Too much laughter or silliness will dishonor the sadness that is felt in the loss, or it will shame the person that has died, perhaps. Too much grief will leave those gathered too heavy of heart or without much hope. So back to this moment with Coach Lasso. I think we'll continue to see a certain type of mastery in the balance that Lasso attempts to strike between humor and the reality of the various situations that he's faced with on and off the pitch. You know, maybe you're struggling with a personal or a professional thing at this moment, and I might encourage you to ask yourself the question, is this a good time for a laugh? Is this a good time to help alleviate the burden, the pressure that you're feeling? You know, it may be that you just need to be with a good, trusted friend and share a story, share a laugh, and sort of get that out. Or, or maybe you just need a few minutes with a favorite comedian, or watching your favorite pet animal playing or doing some sort of trick, something that engages you with laughter, with humor, something to lighten the heart, to lighten the mind, to lighten the soul. Well, in its rightful place and time, it does feel good to laugh, and a cheerful heart is good medicine. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.